Job chapter 35, verses 9 through 11. Men cry out under a load of oppression. They plead for relief from the arm of the powerful. But no one says, where is God my maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches more to us than to the beasts of the earth, and makes us wiser than the birds of the air? This is an interesting one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Men cry out under a load of oppression. They plead for relief from the arm of the powerful. So, so oft, it's similar to that old expression. Um, there are no atheists in foxholes, right? When you're under pressure, when you're in conflict, you can say, God, help me. Um, but then it kind of goes on from there to talk about maybe what could be wrong with that. What, what, um, or when that type of prayer isn't necessarily the kind of prayer God's looking for. And I think you, you say this, um, well, the last sentence in the book, you write, this is difficult to hear, but we really do need to examine the condition of our hearts when we are entering the presence of God through prayer. I think sometimes when people are under pressure and suddenly they say, God help me. And it's the first time they've talked with God in a long time. That's what you might consider a, a me focused prayer. When it's all about you, suddenly you're in trouble. Oh, now suddenly you need God. Okay. That's kind of all about you still. And there's, you know, if, if you could say it this way, there's two types of prayer. There's me focused prayer and there's God focused prayer or God and others focused prayer. And maybe that's the examination of the heart before we pray, whether we're, we're in a difficult situation or a, a time of blessing, we can say, okay, this prayer that I'm about to pray, is it really just all about me? Am I just asking God to either help me or bless me or whatever? Or am I really focused on him and his purposes, his kingdom, his righteousness, and um, the people around me who might need my my help, right? Um, and if so, that it changes the nature of the prayer, doesn't it? If it's a me-focused prayer versus a God and others-focused prayer. Yeah, you, you hit on a uh, uh, one of the revelations to me uh, that happened in this transformation in my life in this somewhat new direction that it took me in uh, over the years. And uh, I would say that when I prayed for help, uh, it was a me-focused prayer because I didn't know any better. I really was pretty ignorant. God is amazing though. And my prayer, and I've said this a hundred times, but I, I love this story. My prayer was answered a few weeks later. It was uh, April of 1987. Uh, I was praying because uh, I was running out of options in my company. And so it was kind of a very secular prayer. Just like you were describing, I was one of those people. Uh, I didn't even know what I was doing. And then suddenly sitting in my office, I get this message, not from UPS or FedEx, but just a message, which in Mm. itself is extraordinary. Go buy a Bible. Mm. Go buy a Bible. Four words. Go buy a Bible. (laughs) And the way I describe it in signposts somewhere else is I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, which is quoting Paul. In describing his transformational moment, he was not disobedient to the heavenly uh, message. Well, guess what? I went out and bought a Bible that day. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, it was two o'clock in the afternoon. People were phoning me. I was phoning. I just walked out of the office, went down the street to the Seabury Bookshop on 40th and 3rd Avenue, I believe. And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know, you know, what Bible to buy. So I bought an expensive one because I thought that would be more valuable. (laughs) (laughs) I was so ignorant. But the real problem was, where do you start? Where do you start? And eventually I started, but I didn't know where I was starting. And I think I am like a, you know, the common denominator of a lot of people in our society today say, where do I start? Because they have really a need for God's word. They know it in their hearts. They need God, but they don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of answers to that. Uh, I started in Matthew, the beginning of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I can, 93.2% of what I was reading made made no sense to me whatsoever. Mm, Interesting. But you keep on coming back and and God is good. God answered that prayer, but not in the way I ever expected. Didn't save my company, didn't do anything. Didn't even get me comprehension right away. But God is amazing. And uh, and I'll say that to my dying day. God Mm. is amazing just because of the personal experience. But I love stories like this because I think, you know, when somebody's being truthful about them and, and that oftentimes they're like, like Jonah in a terrible place, he prays as he's going down to the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. And, and the question, you know, what is man? You know, what is, what is Jonah, you know, that God mm-hmm. should save him? And he does because God had a purpose for him way beyond his own, notion of what that purpose might be. And he only discovers it later. 